Player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 85 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How are we doing? <laughs> better than we were 30 seconds ago. Much better. <laughs> hey, if you're seeing us for the first time, this is the Two Player Co-op Podcast. What we do is we get together on a weekly basis. We discuss what we've been playing. We BS about a whole bunch of stuff. We go through the news that we think you need to know about and the news that matters to us. And then we play a game at the end. It's your weekly video game podcast from the guys here at Two Player Co-op. Thank you so much for being here. If it's the first time you're seeing this and you like what you see, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, or if you're watching us for like the hundredth, it couldn't be the hundredth time. Well, it could be with all the different videos. For the 85th time or the eight, whatever. And you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like what you see. Share the video with your friends. Thank you guys so much for being here. Let's get it started. How are you? So you're good. You said you're good. I said I'm good. Actually, I don't know if I said I'm good. I think you did. But I'm not that good. Why is that, Sean? So, last week, if you tuned in to episode 84. Corona is good. We're I talked Coronas. about, yes, Corona, la cerveza más fina. But I will say, before you get into your thing that's not good, I feel like I could get, Coro- like Corona light, to me, tastes like Corona. Did you find your own beach? Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had Corona light. But I've I had can't it many it times, much but different than this. I mean, you just put a lime, you put the lime in the coconut. So here's the thing: right. we just nothing new here because we just had this conversation before we went on air. But here's the thing about Corona. Oh, I didn't rip this thing off. Not a big fan, uh, as you probably know by now, unless this is your first time. We're big IPA guys as yes. far as beer goes. We are beer. Snaps. Funny thing: this is already a segue, and I'm going to go ahead and segue off of that. I never used to like IPAs. I used to maybe not despise them, but I kind of avoided them, and I was just not a fan. Um, I liked a lot of porters. I liked a lot of wheat beers. Oof. I liked a lot of I can't everything. Do the porters. Anything but IPAs. Yeah. And again, I think it's because of this guy, because it was probably around right around when I moved down here. Now I almost drink exclusively IPAs. Yes. As much as I love IPAs, uh, our own local Wiseacre Ananda, fantastic. My favorite beer in the world. Actually, um, I'm actually starting to lean more towards 420. Really? It's they they waffle between one and two. Excuse me. I think 420's gone up to number one. Ananda's dropped down to number two. I mean, though, to me, yeah, those are kind of the the they gold vacillate. standards. Um, but there's rarely a time. Where I'm like, man, I am craving an Ananda, or I am craving a 420. I love me some IPAs, but I'm never just in the mood for one particular beer. Corona, unlike probably any other beer, is the one beer that there are certain times where I'm just like, I am craving a Corona. If it's a hot, sunny day, now you better be putting a lime in it, because if you aren't, don't you be coming around here. But a Corona, unlike any other beers, like the one particular beer where occasionally I'll find myself just craving it. And you can't, I can't get it from my kegerator. You cannot get kegs of it. I don't know that I would want, it seems like you need it in a bottle. Yeah. 
Now they put it in cans. That seems strange to me too. Yeah, because you can't you can't put the you lime can't, unless yeah. it's a super skinny lime or something. Then you got to squeeze it in, and it's hard to squeeze it in because it's such a little hole. That's why you just dip it in. You you drop it and you flip it and you put it back up and you're good to go. Don't some people put salt in it also? I I've think seen I've seen that. that. I don't. I don't. I don't mess with that. But but yeah, to build off your point, Corona. Like I was in the yard doing yard work for two and a half, three hours a day in the hot sun. Got inside and I was like, oh, I can't wait. And I cut up a lime. Took my time. Put it in there, flipped it, drink. I was like, oh my God, this is just like, this is so good. It's not like in the middle of winter, I'm not going to want a no, Corona, but no, no. for those six months or so when it's hot as balls here in Memphis, Corona is just amazing. My only thing. What is your thing? I mean, I don't think it's even arguable at this point or ever. I mean, it's not like it's new science. Why is Corona still being put in clear glass bottles? Why is everything not in a dark brown bottle? It has been proven, science, that light will affect beer adversely. So you well, put it in a dark bottle so that you have less of an effect from right. it. Sam Adams even has the super tall like six-pack holders now to even prevent more light from coming in. Like. Why are you still yeah. putting this in glass, you know, clear glass the bottles? Only, the only beers you see in clear glass bottles are crappy beers. Are, Other than this, it's Mick Ultra and Coors Light. Bud Light, I think, no, is not in even a brown Coors bottle. Light. Coors Light's brown bottle. I oh, know you're right. Bud Light. Miller Light is Miller Light. brown They bottle. almost all are. Cell Artois. Even Bud Light Lime is, I mean, this is no, one that's of. No, that's clear. That's clear. Oh, no, yeah, you are it's right. Like you are twist right. yeah, and yeah. stuff. It's, maybe it's just a summer. Maybe it's like a marketing thing. Yeah. Maybe... I, I, I think I, I think this. When you look in there and you see the lime, like I think it is part of the package. For it probably I think it's it. It's I probably just speak a marketing thing. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That's always annoyed me. But anyway, so you're having a bad time. What's the matter? Oh yeah. So last week I mentioned ah yes, I was going to start working on the man cave, the cave of men. Um, things moved pretty quick. We taped. The walls on Sunday. Did we record last Saturday? Sunday. You you taped on Monday. No, you taped when you went home Sunday because you sent me a picture at like 1130 or something. No, we painted late. Are you sure we didn't Maybe record last Saturday? No, it was Sunday. Because we talked about you were during, it was during Game of Thrones. Oh, that's and I right. was like, oh, I thought it was at nine. You said, no, it's at eight. No, we recorded on Sunday. So maybe maybe I painted before we came over. That's what it was. I, I know. I taped. I taped. I taped before I came over. We've since painted. Um, we, <laughs> this will lead into another story later that I'll let him tell, but we brought in some new furniture. Um, F furniture. We painted the screen. We, oh, I got my projector, hooked that up. Um, framed in the screen, put a shelf up for the projector, lots of stuff happening. All in all, it probably went fairly smoothly, but I was just ready to throw like a hammer through my window today. So today, today. So most of it went pretty smooth. Um, one thing I learned about projectors, which is the, uh, Piece de resistance of the man cave. Um, if you're putting a projector up high, let this be known to anybody out there uh, interested in getting a projector, unless this is common knowledge and somehow I missed out on it. I didn't it. know this. 
If you're going to put a projector up high, it needs to be mounted on the ceiling. Upside down. Projectors are meant, if you're going to leave it right side up, it's got to be low because they project up and out. They don't project straight out. They project up. So if you put a projector up high, right side up, you need to tilt that joker down almost to the ground in order to have it shoot out to a screen at or below the level of the projector. I didn't realize this. So as of right now, I have a projector that's <laughs> legs are back legs are fully extended up on a few furniture pads. It looks like it's pointing down to the ground. But it it's, looks it's perfectly it, it placed. It is funny. Um, so I think eventually I will mount that to the ceiling, but mount up. Um, after we had, so my dad had been over to the house because he was watching Murph, and he said, "I'm sure you know what you're doing, but." <laughs> Why is the shelf so high? I'm like, well, I wanted it out of the way. I didn't want, you know, if people are walking in front of it, I didn't want to black out the whole projector and we can just put the feet up and angle it down. Oh, okay. So lo and behold, he was right to some extent in that it was too high. So we went and bought another stupid shelf, put it below the current shelf and it looks fine. I'm fine with having two shelves up. But it didn't really solve the problem because it needs to be low and basically projecting up. But it's functional. It looks beautiful. I I, I totally am happy with the purchase. Um, today we bought the the trim and we painted it and we cut it and mounted it to to frame in the screen. That went fairly smoothly. Sidebar. How did you mount the the left side piece? <laughs> the old side piece. Um, so what we did, basically, the way this frame went, there was no stud to nail it into, and he could not get behind the wall to scab it or anything. If that makes sense to you, great. If not, just... So the top piece went up fairly issue-free. Because I can hit stud, 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 whatever. Stud. Um, we had one issue where I think we hit, I don't know if we just hit a uh, super knot or we mm. hit, I don't know if this is like code or what, but our house, um, anywhere you have wires passing through a stud, they it's, put a metal plate. It's code. Okay. We hit one of it's those. It's code, and it's like we did it when we did the, the I mean, it makes, it makes yeah. perfect sense. So we hit one plate. So we ended up with a hole through the drywall that couldn't go anywhere, so we just had to move over. So we had like a hole that we had to, or not in the drywall, but in the, in the trim. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it went pretty smoothly. The side pieces, we ended up just doing... Um, what do you call it? Drywall anchors. You did. Okay. So we put it up there where it had to be. We matched up the angle. Everything was perfect. It's plumb. It's everything's where it needs to be. We basically just drilled small pilot holes through. Uh, yeah. So you knew took where it to off, put. Yep. Opened up the pilot holes in the wall. To put the, the anchor anchors in. in. Put the put thing the back screw up. In. Yep. And then so it actually worked out pretty well. Good job. Then the bottom piece, which was supposed to be easy because it should be the same as the top piece, but much lower. We kept hitting the stupid plates again, the metal plates. 
I went into the unfinished room and they just happened to be running the wires right there at the exact, at the exact height of the low end. So there's like plates all along. So I'm like, well, what, what now? What do we do? So we ended up just having to do anchors throughout. We just shifted everything over. We basically tried to avoid the studs and just use the anchors, but everything went pretty well. It looks, it looks nice. Everything's framed up well and whatever. Then what was supposed to be the easy part, we went out and got some blackout curtains so I can actually use the thing during the day. Um, went to go put up the curtain rod and so we bought basically curtains that were the length of the window. I'm like, okay, we can just mount the rod up there. They're the perfect length. There's a couch back there, so they don't need to be super long because it's all just going to fall behind right. the couch anyway. We start hitting these stupid plates again. I don't even know if these were for the electrical. They may have just been more like the straps, like for right. Those are like for hurricane prevention. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, we're hitting them. Pre- you can't prevent hurricanes. Well, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Hurricane. Yeah. Protection. Yeah. Um, That's the p word. So anyway, long story short, we ended up having to raise the curtain rod way up to get it up above where these straps or plates were, whatever they were. Then on top of that, we had to go out from the edge of the window to avoid those. We got everything mounted. Now, we at this point, we already knew, well, we're going to have to return these curtains because now they had to raise the rod. Now they're definitely going to be too short. Okay. Then we finally get them all mounted, and we're like, all right, let's go ahead and put this rod up. We're keeping the rod, and then we just got to return the curtains. We were probably like a half inch to wide set on the holders for the rods to where it's just the kind that just goes into it, and then you can yeah. pull it out to, you know, extends to 84 inches. And it was like, <laughs> literally like a quarter inch, like they both landed on the middle bracket the but they wouldn't engage and i'm like oh god i was just so fed up by this point i'm like i don't want to take these outside ones down and move them in a little bit like so there's like the balls on the end and i was able to just like we unscrewed them to where they're still engaged that allows you to kind of pull them in closer to the center so now they at least kind of engage and like i'm just whatever so everything's up there now. I actually stopped by Target on the way over here to return these ones and get the longer curtains. So hopefully tomorrow we'll go ahead and get the curtains up. And then for the time being, the man cave will be done. I still want to, I got wires everywhere that I want to clean up eventually, but projectors up. It is functional. Screen looks good. It's beautiful. I'm totally happy with it, but I'm just sick of messing with it. And I can't wait to just get these curtains up and then just be able to relax and enjoy it for a little bit before we turn around and end up mounting it to the ceiling and opening up a whole new can of worms with that. That will be a can. Yeah. A whole big old can. Yeah. But yeah, that's literally, I feel like that's all I've done for the last week. Just kidding. It's not. Oh, Um, (laughs) So Thursday night. No. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thursday night, um, I went and learned from the master, one Kevin Cerrito. If you're a a local Memphian, you probably know him. Um, He's been on the podcast before during our WrestleMania prediction episode. 
Um, he may be back for SummerSlam in a, a week Couple or weeks. so. Yeah. Um, SummerSlam's two weeks away, we think, right? SummerSlam is two weeks, from, two weeks from tomorrow. tomorrow. As we're recording. Two weeks from a couple days ago. It's like a week and a half from when you're watching this. Yeah. Um, so as we've mentioned, we're going to be hosting video game trivia. In, depending on when you're watching this, either tomorrow night or... Nope. It'll be either tonight oh, yeah, po- yeah. or yesterday. Tonight. Hey. Uh, so if you're local and you're watching this, uh, come see us, Green Beetle, 7, seven six, o'clock. Tuesday 7 night. o'clock. Tuesday night, Green Beetle. We we'll need be to tweet video that game out. trivia. Yes, we do. Um, you're, I had the, a, you're the social media manager. You can do that. I had a blast uh, learning the the tricks of the trade. It was a little overwhelming at first. I had to shadow Kevin at not this Kevin Gilmore Girls trivia, which was interesting, um, but it was fun. I, I honestly had a good time. People kept coming up and asking me questions and. I'm just like I, I I don't know. I in the beginning I was like I don't know, ask him, he's he's the guy. But um I don't know. I think I've got it down. It seems pretty pretty straightforward, but also pretty hectic. Um I think with the two of us we'll be able to handle it, but I don't know how that dude does it by himself. So I have no idea how he Shout out to Kevin off. Cerrito. Not not uh, only doing it, but but Scheduling it to where he's got two or three going almost every night of the every right, weekday yeah. night, pretty much. I don't know how he does it. I have no idea how he does it. Yeah, but no. So that was a lot of fun. So I think we're we're ready to host. Um, I drunkenly volunteered to also host Game of Thrones trivia. Yeah, um, I like dragons. So that might be happening too. Not with me because I've never watched Not a single him, episode. So that'll just be—I'll be running solo that night, but it'll be fine. Um, Maybe Brittany will be the assistant to the regional manager. I'm genuinely looking forward to this. I think it's going to be fun. I hope it is. I think it'll be a good time. We get it'll a be a little nerve-wracking. So yeah, so that's all we need. Well, I'll probably have a drink before two pitches or two. Um, but yeah, that's 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 pretty much been my week. How's your week been? Oh, okay. You are We're doing that. You've been talking too much. Um, that's why I almost feel like we should just have a bucket here. I need a good beer bucket. We need a, an official two-player Remember co-op beer bucket. Remember that one we bucket. used to have, that big ice bucket, that brown one? Nope. We've used it to put beers in and stuff sometimes. Oh. It, I remember it leaks. It's not a really. It's just a bucket. It's not a beer bucket, and the ice mm. melts into just water. It would kill our poor precious. Yeah. We love this table. We wanna. We wanna be good to this. Um. What have I been doing this week? Working, not winning Powerball. Um, not much. I mean, I had like diarrhea poured on me today. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and elaborate on that? We just we had a hole in the ceiling. If it hurt me a couple of weeks ago, we had like a big a big working man almost go through the ceiling, and Jess thought Santa Claus was falling through the ceiling. We finally went around to fixing it today. We cut the pipe. There's all kinds of corrosion and stuff in there. It looks like there's just I have no I I have no freaking idea what was in this pipe. It's disgusting, but I guess it's cleaned out now. I don't know. It was like four hours out of my life that every time I'd walk outside to get something, Jess is just floating in the pool while Eliza's sleeping in the swing, and she's like, what is wrong? Like, I was just so angry every time because it was like something else would go wrong, and then there would be diarrhea. It's not really diarrhea. It looks like it looks like diarrhea, but it's not diarrhea. It's just stuff everywhere, and then this breaks, and then this is done, and then Dad and I... Dad did not... Okay. If... This wall could talk. If this is a wall, yes, you should be watching on youtube.com slash two player co-op because this is just amazing podcasting. This is the wall. 
you cut sheetrock out. So this is a piece of sheetrock that's going to go into the ceiling. Okay? I thought that was a wall. But this is the there's a wall here. Like this is the this wall. Is the okay. This is the ceiling, here's the wall. Open, <laughs> Open the it door, up, here's here all the people. The people. Okay. <laughs> if you measure and the way you cut the the sheetrock out that you need to replace, if this is 48 and a half inches here and 49 inches here. Okay? Okay. Dad thought that it would just be fine to go, okay, so this would then result in this angle, okay? Yes. Yes. Dad thought it would be fine to measure 48 and a half from here and 49 and then cut it this way and it would still fit. Like, no, that's not, it's not going to work, Dad, because you're going to rotate it and then nothing's going to fit. Well, you could flip it. You can't because you have to use the good side for sheetrock. If it was a piece of wood, sure. Do you know what I mean? Do you no, agree? yeah, no, that makes sense. I forgot. I finally drywalls. got dad to come around to my side, but I was like, dad, I don't know how to explain this. I was like, I know I don't know anything about what I'm, I just, I know angles. I don't know handyman stuff like you do, but I know right. angles and he knows angles too. And then finally he was like, okay, I guess, I guess let's just do it that <laughs> way. Whatever. And that's all I've been doing. Uh, God, oh, it's Saturday. We don't have to work tomorrow. For some reason, I was just thinking it was Sunday. No, night. We had no. to work tomorrow. It's good. late. It's well. I mean, for me, it's for late. old people, for old people like me. Have you been playing anything this week, or have you just been busy? I fired up Final Fantasy twelve just to see how it looks on the projector. Looks nice. Um, now, literally for about five to ten minutes before I came over, I finally Christian downloaded and fired up Setsuna. Oh, you I'm did. about a year late on this, but I finally I downloaded it because I don't know how long it was still on sale. I wasn't sure how long it was going to be. At on first, sale. when you sent me the picture of the screen, I was like, "Is that set soon?" I don't think. I was like, "Oh, that's Final Fantasy." Yeah, yeah. So I bought that. I fired it up. It seems very. I mean, I've only done like a couple battles. Anybody that's played it, I'm through that first area. Um, it definitely is very Chrono Triggery. That's awesome. I mean, no surprise. I mean, that's what it is. Um, so I haven't gotten to like, I've only fought by myself. I haven't fought with any like team members or anything. So, but from what I've seen, it, it, it plays very much like Chrono Trigger. Um, the music is beautiful. It is like very, it's very Final Fantasy, but it's, I mean, that's, I mean, it could also be Chrono Trigger. It's very Square Enix. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm going to really enjoy this game. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of travel probably for the next few months. <laughs> um, I'm going to Munich in September. I'm going to California in October and then China slash Switzerland slash Germany later in October now, and then November to the Caribbean for the honeymoon. So I'm going to be doing a lot of travels. So I think I'm going to try to save a majority of this game for those times. Okay. As long as you save some time, to play Severed also. I'm giving you my Vita with the charger. You're going to play Severed. I'll play that. Yeah. It's like, Or you can play it before then. It's like six, seven hours if you don't play it. Right. You've got to play that game. No, I'll play that game. Um, Maybe when I go to California. Because that'll be a fairly quick trip. Would you say six hours I can beat it? Six to seven hours, yeah. So maybe you I'll do that You could beat it then. on if the not before. there and back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you're going all this international stuff, I don't remember if I asked already. Is that all one like continuous like here to here to here? To the here, international and back stuff to will America. Be. Okay. California will be one trip out and back, yeah. and then probably soon after that will be from here to China, to Switzerland, to Germany, 
back. Are you even going to have time to see anything in these places, or are you at each place for like a day or two? It sounds like I'll have time to... I Last time they went to China... I'm going with the same people that just went to China a month or two ago, and they like saw the Great Wall. Ugh. Apparently, you can go up on the Great Wall, and then you can ride this... Um, what is it called? Like a... Dune buggy? No, like a bobsled kind of thing. <laughs> Almost like a luge. Like what? You're, you're in this thing, in this metal... Uh, not metal. Um, concrete, like half pipe and you like ride it down like to get back down i'm like this looks fun but i don't know if they're gonna want to do it again because they just did it but well, screw them right i mean i'll do it by myself if you're if watching to, but, i'm not being you just you um, should know me. but no it seems like they have time to okay. to do a little sightseeing so no i'm looking forward to it It should be fun cool yeah all i've really been playing i, I tried a couple other games uh but i've really just been playing minish cap and i love that game I'm through the second dungeon. I I have the newer sword, but it's not like the master sword. It's this is funny. You go it it reminds me of Zelda one. Only when the swords you go from regular sword to they call it the white sword, just like it was in Zelda one. That was the white sword, right. and then you got the magical sword. It wasn't the master. Fun fact: yeah. When did the master sword debut? What game? I don't think you can do that as one whole Link's round. I, no, I know, but for trivia, I'm saying. Oh, I'm like, why are you? I mean, I think that's pretty easy. But yeah, I think it is. Be... But to us, it is. In what? Like in it. what game did the Master Sword first appear? You can't do that for one whole round, though. No, but that could just be a random question. <gasps> Anyways, we could do a whole. I don't know. By the time you're watching this, it's already happened, so it's not like you can cheat. Cheat. Well, not necessarily. Uh, what is? This? Oh, yeah. So I beat the second dungeon. The boss is weird. I looked up what his name was. He's like Glee Rock instead of Gleeock. He's the, the Gleeock that comes out of the fire, the like the lava. And all you do is hit him with a cane of patchy or something that makes stuff flip. And you hit him, okay. and then the thing flips, and it lands on him. He's like, <laughs> and you walk up on his little head, and you go over to his body, and you go, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like these two bosses so far are like, ridiculous i mean this guy was a little bit difficult because then he starts he doesn't just shoot fire at you he shoots fire and then makes fire on the floor and if he hits you with his fire you you go in like quadruple speed if you're walking so you can't avoid the lava Uh, or the fire on the ground or anything so that got annoying but i love it i guess i'm 40 percent through with the game it seems like there's just I'm not using a guide, but I looked at the walkthrough, and it seems like there's the four dungeons to get these four elements. Then you go to the castle, beat that, and then you fight the final boss, I guess. And this seems yeah. like it's one that Ganon's not in. I'm assuming Vadi doesn't turn into Ganon. I don't think he's in it, but I could be wrong. I don't remember. Did we know Ganon was in Link Between Worlds or not until he became Ganon? Uh, I don't remember. his face? I... I don't know if we knew he was in it until the final fight. Spoiler alert. Yeah, because it seems like he hasn't really been in many 2D in the Zelda games yeah. since. Because he wasn't in Link's Awakening. I don't know about Oracle of Ages and Seasons. I don't think yeah, he was I never in those. those. I don't think he was but in those. I don't those. think he was. It was some like sorceress or something. And he was just at the very end of League Between Worlds, I think. I don't think he was in Phantom Hourglass and yeah. Train Track World game. <laughs> Spirit Tracks. So... I love. I mean, it's a two D Zelda. Of course, I'm gonna love it. This game is so much fun. It's not. I don't think it'd be in my top seventy five. I think it would put it below so far all the other six Zeldas that I put in my top seventy five. But it just reminds me, and I said it last week too. But just there's 
the, I, I, I am now, I'm not saying this game is better than Breath of the Wild, so just stick with me here. But playing this game makes me reevaluate if this makes sense at all how highly I regard Breath of the Wild. I think I'm just too far removed of this game. You know what I mean? That it's like I'm forgetting. When I think back to the Great Plateau and all this other stuff, it's like, oh my God, it was just never seen this before. Never seen anything like this in Zelda or in anything else. This game is amazing, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, I still think, I think I like Link to the Past better than Breath of the Wild. Really? Uh, I'm going to play through To me, they're both perfect in their own way. It would be very tough to to pick one, but no, they're both, I mean, they're both 10 out of 10. I mean, I still, I think Breath of the Wild is definitely my favorite 3D Zelda. That I can easily say. I like it better than Ocarina, better than Twilight. I don't care about Wind Waker. It just annoys me, the art style, and I haven't played Skyward Stupid Sword and Majora's Mask. But Breath of the Wild is easily the best 3D Zelda. And it's definitely a top five game for me. I'm just trying to figure out if it's number one this year or if it's 1A. And I'm trying to figure out if it's my second favorite game of all time or if it's just top five. I need to get back into Zelda at some point. Yeah. Would you say is Horizon in your top five of all time? I think they both are. Like, I think they both, I think they've bumped out. So it went, let me see if I can remember. Metal Gear Solid 3, Zelda 1, which it's not, it's not really. I need to just, it's probably Zelda 2, Zelda 3, not Zelda 2, my God. (laughs) Whoa. Zelda 3 is number two, I think is what I was going to say. Then it went Metal Gear Solid 5. Metal Gear Solid, Super Mario 3. And I think it's tough to even rate Super Mario 3 because Super... And I figure... Actually, I'll say those games are all perfect. Yeah. They're perfect. They're just... They're so... Like you said, it's like it's you can't even compare. It's not apples to oranges, but kind of it is. I think Horizon is definitely in my top 10. Breath of the Wild is definitely in my top 10. I feel like they're both in my top 5. I feel like the further I get away... Sorry, Christian... I, I love the game, but it's like, I feel like Metal Gear Solid Five is kind of dropping down a little bit, especially since when I went back to play it and it didn't it didn't hook me. I don't know if it's because Metal Gear to me is so much about the story and the lore and everything that I love more than anything. And while this is... Once you know the story, it's like... Five is clearly yeah. the best playing Metal Gear ever and nothing even compares to it. Nothing. This is why I so badly want Metal Gear Solid Three remake in the Fox engine with Five's controls. But like Uncharted 4, I had bumped it up to my top five, and now it's out of the top five. Because I definitely like Horizon better than Uncharted 4. I like Breath of the Wild better wow. than it. I mean, I I know. Yeah. Horizon, it's... The further we got away from Firewatch, talk about apples to oranges, the further we got away to Firewatch, it got better and better and better in my mind. The further I get away from Horizon, I keep liking it more and more and more. I, I, think, it, I think it comes down to the story is what it comes down to. Yeah. Like I heard the other day, I was waking up. I got but it's not so story dependent like Metal Gear Solid Five, to where once you know the story, the game is not right. quite the same. I think Horizon would be maybe a half a step down that second time compared to the first time because you know the story. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Five, I feel like it's a bigger drop off. But I also think, I think the reason for that is part of Metal Gear Solid Five. I really think, and I don't think Kojima ever said this, but a lot of people theorize it, and I believe it, that one of the reasons that everything, he's trying to show the, the repetitiveness of, of war 
and of what Snake went through and all this, where it's just like, okay, go to another mission and rescue this guy, and then you get out. Okay, go back, and you can't do any, you can't skip the helicopter scene. You got to hear that loud. Is there, there's nothing in video games that are as loud as that helicopter door opening. <laughs> when that happens, I mute it, and then once it opens, I unmute. Really? And when he goes to close it, I mute it, and then I unmute it. Because that thing is so, like, Jess is sleeping, and he goes, <laughs> and like the whole house can hear it. Everybody wakes up. But I, I think like I think Metal Gear Solid Five was designed to be repetitive. Obviously, you can do it however you want, and that's why it's awesome. But it's designed to be okay. Now you're going out for another mission. You're going out for another mission. You're going out. For, oh, now and here's the story mission. You know, right? Yeah. So I don't know. You want to get the rest of it? Mm, yeah. What's 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 the plan? Here? There's not a lot of news this week. We have papers with rundowns, but there's not a lot of news. I want to do something fun since I think this segment won't be, wouldn't be as long as it normally would. We're going to play video game Would You Rather. And I must shout out Kotaku for this. They don't do, outside of Jason Schreier, they don't do much right. But who, who came up with this? This was Jita Jackson. Shout out to you. I don't know if you came up with this or you just got it from somebody else. But we're going to play a video game Would You Rather. And it's just Would You Rather This or Would You Rather That? Because, again, is this not the most boring update you've ever seen as as far as news goes? If you just look at that? Nah, there's not much there. It's pretty boring. So, but stick around because we'll make it fun somehow. We will. And there's always a back box challenge. Right, Matt? Sean. Yes. This really applies to you. Would you rather watch Eris... Spoilers. It's 20 years old at Aerith. this point. Would you rather watch Aerith die in Final Fantasy VII once per day, every day, or truly believe you can bring her back? Is that in the game that you think you can resurrect her or something? I don't think you. I don't think that's part of the story, but I think it was just one of those things where... At the time, it seemed so unheard of that they would kill off a main character to where you're like, okay, she's obviously going to come back at some. Especially point. wasn't like in and the she middle just of the story. Uh, if that, okay, may it's probably less. Wow, it's probably around halfway through okay. the story, but maybe earlier. Yeah, you go through a majority of the game without her. I'm pretty sure. Um. This means nothing to me because I still have never... I've seen that in cutscenes, but I never. I didn't play through it at the time. I haven't actually played through it and got invested in Aerith or anything like that. So this doesn't really mean anything to me. Does it, even, does it mean anything to you? I would say... I mean, I, I never really... I think it was probably spoiled for me before I finally played that she died and she wasn't coming back. But at the same time, it doesn't really... I mean, it's a sad part of the game, but at the same time, it doesn't really... I almost just applaud and commend Square Enix and Final Fantasy for doing it, for killing off a main character and not bringing them back. Like, stick to it. I kind of like that they did it. I I almost feel like it would have been cheapened if she did come back. So I'm fine with the fact that she dies and she doesn't come back. So I guess my answer would be I'd rather watch her die. I don't know what that means my answer would be, but I guess I just never really got my hopes up to begin with that she was coming back. 
partially because it was probably spoiled and partially because I was fine with the fact that she wasn't. So, I don't know. It's sad seeing her die. That's definitely an emotional a part, moment. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, this is a fun one. Would you rather only be able to play the underwater level in games or never be able to beat the underwater levels in games? I think I would rather... I think I'd rather just never be able to beat them. But then if you can't beat them, you can't beat the game. But if all you can play is the water level, oh, yeah, you're also not going to beat the game. I'd rather just start the game over every time. Right. I'd rather play up until the water level and then start over. And then play, like... Again, there's no good water levels. No. There are some that are... I did not... I will say, like, the Twilight Princess Water Temple. I love that. I love every dungeon. And I, I still say to this day, especially because that was probably the weakest part of Breath of the Wild. The dungeons in Twilight Princess are probably my favorite that I've ever played. They were... Yeah, they're great. They were awesome. Yeah, there's no good... I don't care. It's almost like no matter how good you make a water level in a game, I will never look forward to it. No. Because they've just, between NES Ninja Turtles and Earthworm Jim and the Water Temple and every other Water Temple that's Metal ever Gear been Solid in a Zelda too. game, Metal Gear Solid with, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Because that's an escort mission in a water level. Yeah, like, there's never, at best, I think a water level can be not frustrating. And that's about as good as a water level or yeah. water portion of a game can be. So, yeah, the way it's worded, I guess I'd rather never be able to beat them than be stuck only playing them. Because if that's right. all I could ever I play, I would just probably not play video games. Yeah, anymore. I would quit video games. If I had to play Meridia over and over and over. Oh, if God, that was all Super one. Metroid was, was, was Meridia. Or if Metal Gear Solid 2, as awesome as that game is, if all I could do was that stupid underwater escort mission. I don't even care that Emma died. Screw Emma. She was annoying. I don't even. Oh, yeah. I never. Yeah, she sucks. I think we agree there. Uh, I don't even know if this one's any fun, but I'll say it. Would you rather work at your favorite studio, but only during crunch or have a best selling game idea that no one will ever make? I say the former. You'd rather work at the studio? I think so. So you're the only, but the only time you are only working there when you're working right. 80 to 90 hour weeks and your bosses are beating you down saying, get this done, get this done. We got a deadline, blah, blah, blah. I think I'd rather have the idea that nobody would make. Cause at least in my head, like with that project, the rest of my life is still fine with the project we were talking about earlier. Like, even if we don't go through with it, I can see it in my, I see the whole thing in my mind, which is really messed up. Right. But I see that. I'm like, but that is all, like, you can create so much stuff in your mind. I think I would rather have the idea yeah. in my head. Yeah, that's true. You talked me into it. Speaking of talking. Would you rather, I think this one's easy, but I want you to impersonate for me. Would you rather talk like Duke Nukem? Hail to the king, baby. Or laugh like Titus. Oh, who wouldn't want to talk like Duke Nukem? I don't even know why this is happening. And who would want to laugh like Titus? Do the laugh. Ha, 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 I want to punch you in your face. Okay. It's so, I mean, it's it's not like that's a big part of the game. It's one part, but it's just so awkward. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. I could talk like this for the rest of the podcast. Actually, it kind of hurts my throat. But I think if this is just the way you talked, it wouldn't hurt your throat. Because it's just the way you are. 
You know what I mean? Kick ass and chew bubble gum and poop bubble down your gum. neck. <laughs> I'll rip that your hurts. head off and down your neck. That hurts. Yeah, I'd rather talk like Duke Nukem. That's not even. A, I don't even know why that's in there. It's not even. That's something I would want to do compared to something I wouldn't want to do. So right. That's easy to me. This one is relevant based on our conversation earlier. Would you rather wake up every day to Navi saying, hey, listen, or hear Genji, and I don't play Overwatch, but hear Genji say, I need healing once every 10 minutes. I can't do I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that I would means. rather do anything except hear Navi ever again. I don't ever want to hear Navi. I, like, I want to play through hey, Ocarina again, but listen. I want to just, I wish there was an option to just mute her. Watch out. Hey, listen. This next one pisses me off. Would you rather, this This really pisses me off, play Superman 64. <laughs> the other one. Or watch Man of Steel. Screw you, Kotaku. <laughs> that is a good, that is a ver- That is a really good movie verging on great movie. I stand by and that. And even if it's day. only a so-so movie. It's not the worst game of all time. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's stupid. Man of Steel is a solid 8.5 to an 8.75 out of 10. I don't know if I'd go that Superman high. is a solid... Point five solid out of ten. Two, like deuce. Man of st- it, it's a poop. It's a poop. Big bones. <laughs> I don't like that. At all. Like there, if it was watch Suicide Squad, then it might be a debate. Man of Steel is such a good movie. It's a seven and a half to eight. I would say. What would you say Batman Superman is? How how far ahead of Batman versus? Because I agree it's better than Batman versus Superman. How far ahead of Batman versus Superman would you put it? I say Batman to me. Batman I'd say Batman vs Superman is more seven. in a seven range. I think it's a seven, and this is an eight point five. Man of Steel is like high seven to low. Eight, and I would say I'd Wonder say. Woman's a nine point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Suicide Squad like a two. <laughs> it keeps going. I start. I rated it a four, and then I think it would, I haven't even. I've only seen it once. I think it just it's down to a two. To me, Suicide Squad was a fun movie. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't come into play. <laughs> it just means nothing. It it accomplished nothing. Talk about small stakes. That's the thing. Like people say, yes. Spider Man had small stakes. No, this was just dumb. I still say if they would have done it, that they could have made that movie good if they just did Deadshot's the bad guy, and they have a actual human that they're fighting with his army, and he is like the smartest. He's as smart as Batman, if not smarter. He's going to be two steps ahead of you the whole way. That would have been an interesting movie to make. Still have the same cast. I I, I love the cast. Yeah. I just did not like the movie at all. Yeah. Would you rather? Now, I don't even know if you know this because this is super meme but would you rather hold X to pay respects? Do you remember this in Call of Duty? You had to hold X to pay respects. You'd go to a coffin and, like, to progress the story, you'd have to go up there and hold. I think on PC, I think normally it's hold E to pay respects. Correct me if I'm wrong. You have to go and you have to pay respect to call. You got to, like, like, fill up a bar or something. You just have to hold, like, and then you move on to the next coffin. Or not have a button for petting dogs in games. I will say, there's a lot of cute dogs in Breath of the Wild, and you cannot pet them. But you can... You can get... I never even got them to eat my meat. They wouldn't eat my meat. But there's something you could do. Supposedly, you could... They get a heart above their head if you give them meat, but they don't... But you still can't pet them. Oh, see, I don't even know what was that. I thought you had to pet them. I thought you had to do something to get their affection... And then they would like go and like find hidden treasure for you or something. I never once had this happen. No, I think it's just, I think they just like, no, I got a heart. I like you. (laughs) 
Uh, I, don't I know. would rather hold X to pay respects because I think you should. If depends on dogs, how annoying and long this part of this game is. But, it's. I mean, it's probably. But yeah, don't put minutes, a dog in like, a video game that you can't pet. You can pet dogs in Grand Theft Auto Five, right? When you see the dogs, you can pet them. Yeah, I think so. You can pet him. You can pet DD. You're like, hey, that's a good boy. You can pet the horse, I think. Can you pet the horse? You can't pet the horse. But you can good. pet DD. Good dog. Good, good dog. Go slash that guy's throat. Big boss. Shit down your neck. Whoops. Would you rather... There's only two more. Would you rather <laughs> eat a Nintendo Switch cartridge or stand in line to pre-order an SNES Classic? Well, first, you wouldn't stand in... I'm going to change it. Stand in line to try and get an SNES Classic on launch day. I would stand in line to get an SNES Classic. I'm not eating that. Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat tasting it. cartridge. To me, it didn't taste that bad, but I also just don't want to swallow I don't plastic wanna, and metal. No. I call <laughs> but the mercy. taste was fine. If it was put the cartridge in your mouth for 30 seconds, I'd rather do that. But I don't want to chew it up and swallow it. But to me, it didn't taste that bad. I would much rather just wait in line to get a system. Yeah. I'm not eating it. And the last one. Oh, damn it. Wario. Would you rather... You still have those on? Yeah, because I still, I'm like, do I, maybe I'll still pre-order one. Would you rather, we'll get to that later in a, in a couple, probably like two seconds after this is done. Would you rather never play a video game ever again for no. the rest of your life? The other one. Okay. Play video games nonstop until you die. Oh, that one. <laughs> there are so many games that I want to play that I just know I'll never have time to. But what does that mean? That, that can't mean you don't get now, to I sleep mean, or anything. Yeah, that's. I guess that means you would still sleep. Assuming I could still eat and I could still sleep and my financial problems were not what they would be if I literally played video Had games no all job, day right. and didn't have a job in a perfect world. I'd rather just play video games all the time. In the actual world where you need to make money, unless I win the lottery, then that would change my answer. Then, yeah. I, right. I mean, I got to live. I just but I would love to be able live. to just play video games. I mean, some people do. I mean, they don't literally play video games for a living, but they. Their, their job is video games. When I was growing up, before I, I think I at one point I said maybe a teacher at one point, and then I don't know what I changed. But people would ask like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Paleontologist. My my job, anytime like the best I could come up with for an answer to that was, I want to be a video game tester, which it's, probably doesn't even. But in no, my mind, exists. well, I know, but in my mind, it was just somebody who plays video games. But really, this is cool. Like, but really, the people like that do debugging that, it, and, but it's the people that make the games play it to make sure it doesn't break and stuff so you'd right, also have to know how to code and like right, you can't literally just play a game and say, hey guys, this is fun duh, i'm gonna play it. video games do you want me to try and break it okay right are you want to get in the news of the week yeah let's do it there's not much here the switch had a firmware update of 3.01 there's only two notes for it it's really one note with a bullet point general system stability improvements to enhance the user's experience which is what it always says including addressing an issue in which the remaining battery charge can't be displayed accurate <laughs> accurately have you? This is like a big issue. I have not noticed on this on mine because I usually, if I play it, I play it on the TV. What? I have a funny story. So I went to turn on my Switch to go play, Setsuna. or to download Setsuna. And oh, I didn't download Just Cause yet. And it's free. Check it out. PS Plus. It wouldn't, unless I was doing something wrong. Maybe this is related, but it wouldn't show up on the. TV. So I take it off and I turn it on. Okay, it turns on and the buttons work and okay. But the battery was like 24%. I'm like, 
I haven't taken it's this thing off the dock. dock for, yeah, like, do you what? have this issue? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm like, what is going on? Oh, so your I, dock I, wasn't plugged in. So I, I turn it down, open up the back. I'm like, okay, the, the power is plugged in. The HDMI is plugged in. Okay, boom. Put it back up. Take it out. Put it back in. I'm like waiting for it to show up. It won't show up. My HDMI switch won't even register that mm. there's like a signal coming to it. <sighs> What's going on? I open it up again. It was either that time or maybe a third time that I finally realized. I'm, I don't know when I did this, but I must have been drunk. I took the USB charger thing and had it into like the HDMI. No, I think it's like a full USB or something. There's like the HDMI, okay, and then there's something, and then there's the USB thing. Like, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was like a full, like an old style HD, like USB port. And I just kind of stuck it in there. Oh, instead of USB, it was just yeah. kind of flat. It wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, well, that explains why this thing was not charged. And then once I plugged it in the right thing, everything worked <laughs> fine. But I must just—I was probably drunk. I was just, yeah, it won't work. <laughs> Stupid system. Oh, gosh. So even though this fix was supposed to fix, because that's what it fixes, it's fix supposed to fix do. the battery issue. For some people, it didn't. So you know what Nintendo wants you to do? Don't turn your page because I'm going to tell you no. Okay. This is all. This is worse than sending it in. While today's update is aimed at resolving the issue, Nintendo notes on its support website, I think this came from GameStop, that it may not fix the problem immediately for all users. In the event that the battery charge indicator still displays incorrectly following the update, Nintendo has outlined a way to manually resolve the issue. Though it's a rather time-consuming and convoluted process, it involves charging the console fully, letting it sit for an hour, then draining the battery until it's about to die and repeating the entire process six times. Charge it, sit for an hour, run the battery down to almost dead, charge it, let it sit for an hour, run the, do that six times. This goes back to what you were asking about. Would you rather play video games your entire... I mean, this is basically what this is. Holy crap, like... That's... God, Nintendo. But, but, but what I think it means, I think it's like the battery on this. Like, mine will go from... 80 to 1%. Right, it's not really yeah. one it's not really 1%, but the phone thinks it is, so the phone's going to shut off when it gets to zero. Your switch isn't really at 23%, but it thinks it is, so when you get to zero, it's at zero. The system just but gets confused and shuts down. Was. Well, yours probably was. But. <laughs> Come wow. on, Nintendo. This this is ridiculous. Dragon Quest 11. It's out in Japan. It is coming to the West in 2018. I still this game looks so pretty and I would love to play this game, but it's still turn-based. Mm-hmm. It's not active battle. If it was active battle, I'd be all over this game. I love it. It looks, I mean, I don't love it. I love the way it looks. It's just very pretty. I just, I want more action RPGs to play, which is probably why I'm playing Minish Cap now. This game was out in the first two days in Japan. Dragon Quest is huge over there. Two million copies in two days across 3DS and PS4. The 3DS version sold more than the PS4, about 100,000 more. It was like 1.1 million and 1 million or something. Wow. 2 million copies sold. That's all there is. If you're if you like Dragon Quest, please be excited. It's coming next year. I've only played one of them. It was on PS2. I can't remember if it was 7 or 8. I think it was 8. Journey of the Cursed King. I feel like there's been 100 games named that. 
And it was all I remember. I don't think I ever beat it. It was fun. It was very, it was like that cell shade. I don't know if that's how the new one is too, but it was like that cell shaded. It was they're, interesting they're, looking. Yeah. I assume not, they not all like Wind Waker. No, but no, no. It it's like more, a, it's a different version of cell shading as well. Yeah. I don't know. It was fun. I remember liking it. The story never hooked me, and I don't think I ever beat it, but it was it was just fun. It was a pretty basic RPG. There's nothing for better or for worse that like really stood out about it to me. Yeah. But I think it came with a demo for Final Fantasy XII. Oh. And that's not why I bought it, but I actually I think I got it for my birthday or Christmas or something. But I was like... I think I knew that it came with a disc, and I was almost more looking forward to the Final Fantasy demo than I was actually playing the game. But the game actually turned out pretty fun. But I don't know. I don't know anything about Dragon Quest other than that one game. I also I forgot to say this earlier. I fired up Terra Enigma, but yeah. I was just too tired. And I was like, I'm walking around this house. I can't get out of this house. I got to talk to the elders. I'm just going to go to bed. That game was made by Enix. Yeah, before that's I've yeah. never seen that. If said that, I'm like, wait, whoa, yeah. no. I and think, I also forgot that Square was SquareSoft. They went SquareSoft yeah. to Square to Square Enix, I think, right? Or was it Square to SquareSoft to Square Enix? I think it was I think SquareSoft. It was, I think Square. Yeah, Square Enix. Because I feel like SquareSoft was like Mario RPG. Final Prime Fantasy Seven was square, and right. then they got square. Enix yeah, I 7. think you're right. I think I'm right. No, I think you'll definitely like that game. It's it's more Zelda than. Honestly, it's it's more Zelda, but he it's, can jump. I found that out. It's it's almost more. Okay, here we go. It is what we probably would have hoped, or what it should have been. Uh, Beyond Oasis. Yeah. Okay. Because I think there are like combos. Like it's okay. not just hiya, 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 hiya. I think you can do maybe even like in Beyond Oasis where you do like four back forward attack and he does like kick. the flip. Yeah. There's something similar, I think. So it's Zelda, but with a hint of like Beyond Oasis to it, I think. I like it. But yeah, it's awesome. <sighs> I can just get rid of my PlayStation 4. <laughs> All right. SNES Classic pre-orders. Walmart sucks. You know who doesn't? Who? It's the... Oh. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Every other retailer, including Walmart. SNES Classic pre-orders are coming. This comes from the Nintendo Facebook website. <laughs> I was trying to say something. I couldn't think of it. We appreciate the incredible anticipation that exists for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, colon, Super NES Classic Edition. That is so stupid. <laughs> the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, colon, Super Nintendo Get rid of everything System before the colon. Just call it Super edition. NES Classic Edition. And can confirm that it will be made available for pre-order by various retailers late this month. They have not set a date. A significant, this also comes from Nintendo, a significant amount of additional systems will be shipped to stores for launch day and throughout the balance of the calendar year. That right there is like, maybe I don't want to try and pre, I'm not, if, if I'm going to go through what I did with the Switch and trying to get one of these and sell it and make $2, yeah. it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah. so, I wouldn't even bother, personally. The but. good thing is, the pre-orders are coming. What I would say, just go through Amazon or Best Buy. Don't mess with Target. Don't mess with Walmart. 
And the, what you really need to do, if you want an SNES Classic and you don't want to go get in line at GameStop at 2 in the morning on September 29th, go to twitter.com slash Wario64. Hit the little bell button and say, turn on notifications. He tweets a lot. You might also be like, oh, damn, I need an SD card. This one's super cheap. Thanks, Wario. But if you want to know when these actually go live, because Lord only knows how long they're going to stay up, if you want to get one and you want to pre-order it, Sign up for notifications for Wario 64. Thank me later. Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 is coming to the Switch later this year. That's cool. Because remember, Capcom had said, hey, 450,000 people for some reason bought Ultra Street Fighter 2. I'm one of them. I'm not saying that because I don't like the game. I love that game. Right now, I think it's number five this year for me. I think it's going to get bumped out with two of the games coming out the next like three weeks. I think it'll get bumped out of the top five. What are your top five in any order? Zelda, Horizon, Resident Evil, Street Fighter, and that's really it right now. I don't oh, think there's okay. another... So it's in your top five, but not number five. It would be... I guess right now it's number four. It's behind Resident Evil and then the two big guns. God, this has been a great year. Because you got Sonic Mania. Everything I've seen this game is going to be amazing. I still haven't heard anything back on that. I'm going to send another email. Yeah. Um, Sonic Mania, Uncharted Lost Legacy... Metroid Samus Returns, Mario Odyssey, and then all the stupid shooters. Maybe Battlefront. We're going to get Battlefront. This year may be better than last year, which I didn't think could happen. I think it's better than last year, but I don't think it'll be better than 15. Well, but see, 15, I need to go back and look. 15 was just so high for me because of Metal Gear Solid Five, And I've waited for that game for three years. I've been waiting for that game ever since, I mean, for longer than that, but since it got announced, three years. This year, if you go back, I mean... Two of my five favorite games of all time came out within a week of each other this year. Yeah. For crying out loud, are you serious? Yeah. Resident Evil 7 gets... Like somebody was saying... I heard somebody on a podcast a couple weeks ago. They said their game of the year would be the first two-thirds of Resident Evil 7. Like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. If if the the rest of the game played out just like that... I, I would say... Resident Evil 7, again, maybe the first two-thirds of the game, is more unlike anything that has ever come before it than Breath yes. of the Wild and Horizon were. Breath of the Wild and Horizon, prob- definitely Open better world action games, RPGs. Yeah. but it's been done before. These basically perfected it, more or less. Yes. But Resident Evil, to me, is I've never experienced unlike anything, like anything I've ever played before. And I, I love, even now, if I were to go back and play through it, it's been six months since I beat it, whatever it's been. Seven months, maybe. I don't know. No, six months. Like, I will remember the big things, especially in that opening hour, because yeah. it is so traumatic when she shows up and everything that happens from then on. But i still going to be like, oh, my God, all the hairs are going to be standing up in my arm. Like, okay, where's she, when, yep. when she pop out? When she pop out? So, oh, that game's amazing. So, yeah, right now, Street Fighter's in my top five. It, yeah. It'll end up getting bumped out. I'm almost positive. But can you think of any other games? I mean, it's just been so... And I haven't even played... Everybody loves Nier Automata. They love Neo. I'm not into that because I'm not into the Soul-style games. Uh, what else was... There was one other one. Did Inside come out this year? Persona. Oh, Persona. That's the one. I yeah. won't touch that with a 10-foot pole, no. but Persona. Um, yeah, this has been a crazy year. This has been a friggin' bat-crap crazy year. Yep. 
And finally, just a quick item here. The PlayStation has now sold over 63 million units. 63.3 million. This thing, it all depends on when the PS5 happens. Because, uh, what's the name? Sean Layden has said, the PS5 is coming. It is going to be a thing. I feel like the... I feel like it's going to be more like a 2020 thing instead of like a 20. It definitely won't be 2018. No, I think it's 2019. Maybe 2019, but 2019 or 2020. But when you think about it, like I won't be mad at that point. Like I've already gotten three and a half years out of this thing and I adore it. And I've had so many good gaming experiences on it. Like I just wonder though, what are they going to do? Like, no, nothing excites me. And it's not because I'm a Sony fanboy. Nothing excites me excites me about the One X. It's just like the fact better that graphics. Here's my issue. Okay. Lay it on me, bro. I feel like we are reaching what I call Critical that? Mass. The point uh what am I trying to say? Past the point of no return. It's almost like the law of diminishing returns. The fa- I mean PlayStation 4 is beautiful. Oh, breaking news. Dragon Quest Builders 2 just got announced. Oh, interesting. Um, PlayStation 4 is beautiful. Not coming to Vita, so Wario tweeted RIP Vita. (laughs) Um, But just the fact, unless PS5 bucks the trend, just the fact that you can release the same game regardless of how they look, the same game on PS4 and PS3 speaks volumes. Mogar Solid 5. Think of a Destiny. game. You would never release a game on PS3 and PS2. You couldn't do Metal Gear Solid You couldn't Solid do PS2, PS2 and right. PS1. Like, right. we're to the point now where it's like, yeah, here's the same game on both. I mean, it's WWE is still doing prettier. it. Isn't 2K18? Well, this is the year they finally stopped. Okay. It took them four years but like the fact that they're still releasing the same game on this generation and last generation and it looks better on this generation yeah, but course. more or less but like, it's the same game yeah it's not like when street fighter 2 came out on the nes and the snes like not even the same game right it's like what is ps5 gonna be i feel like we're we'll doing we're doing or do, we're doing times we're leveling off Turtles PS5 in Time versus Turtles is 3. Be, yeah. Yeah. Not even close. Right. PS5, unless somehow everything changes, PS5 is going to be less of a step up over PS4 than PS4 was over PS3. I agree. I just want them. They'll have more horsepower and all this other stuff. And it'll be everything will be 4K 60 frames per second. I would hope. If it's not, then what the hell are you doing? Right. Yeah. But something looks weird here. If it's not the, like GTA 6, let me go in every friggin' or almost every friggin' building. Right. It just needs you know, more power. It may be a huge leap, but it's not going to be a huge leap in terms of graphics. You know what I would love? If there's just, if I never see a loading screen again. Yeah. It's one thing when you hide them, that's fine. Like it, I saw this one tech demo of Horizon Zero Dawn, and it, like, as you turn the camera, it unloads everything where you're oh, not looking and it's yeah. really and people were crapping on there like this is dumb everybody knows this i'm like no i didn't know this this is fast this is so cool right you think it all it. just exists at right all like times. no they, we delete this and add this that is one thing Breath talk about those loading screens suck every time you go in, i don't oh, even want yeah. to go into shrines anymore because it's like okay i gotta hit a hit a hit a load skip the go down scene. Yeah. hit a again boom varata 
skip it. Then you get it and you go out loading. I'm like, oh my god. Well, that's one thing. I mean, talk about pet peeves. Loading screens in general. Yep. But saving a game. There is no reason. And I know I'm spoiled. My biggest complaint about Final Fantasy XII so far is how long it takes to save. Now, granted, Final Fantasy XII on PS4 basically auto-saves every time you load a new screen, so it's not as big of a deal as it was on PS2. But it was a similar situation on PS2 where like, you save, or you can save, anytime you see a crystal. And I'm like, I should save, because who knows what's coming up next. But then I got to... Hit X to go to the crystal. Do you want to save? Yes, save. Obviously, I said loading. Save. Do you want to replace do you want or re- override? Do you want to do yeah. a new save or this one? I want to do that one. Okay. Bleep. Are you sure? Yes. Damn okay. Me. Saving. <laughs> Your thing has been saved. Okay. And then circle to go back. Circle to go back. Circle. And all of a sudden, I'm back at the main game and I can play again. And granted, that whole thing is probably. 10 seconds, yeah. but it just disrupts the flow of the game so much that I'm like, I'd rather risk it. I kind of just want to keep playing. And if I die, I die. Like I just can't versus set sooner. I've seen, I've only seen one save thing so far, but it's Boop, literally done. like X. Do you want to save X saved? Thank and you. then you're walking around again. You don't need to exit a met. Like it's just, I think I wow. saw for breath of the wild. I think for every shrine going in and getting out, I think it was a minute and 20 seconds of loading. Between, I believe the it. going down, loading. Final Fantasy fifteen was one of the worst. Really, when you do like a fast travel thing to like a new location. I felt like I could go. I would be like, when I would wake up in the morning before Brittany got up, and I'd start playing, and then I'd fast travel somewhere. I'd be like, I could literally I could go just, over to my Keurig and make a cup of right. coffee and come back, and it wouldn't be loaded yet. But uh, I know we're all spoiled brats, but come on, come on. This is a PS2 game on a PS4. It should not be this long to save a game. I don't get it. If you're a developer and you know why it takes so long, please let us know. Please. Thank you for listening. Well, that's the end of the podcast. No, it's not. What time is it, Sean? Uh, 10.22. But it's also the time when we play the... <gasps> Challenge. If you didn't know, the Backbox Challenge is how we end the podcast here every week on the two-player co-op podcast. What this game is, is we take a previously released retail version of a game, because that's the only way you can have a box. We flip it around. We look at the back of the box per the name of the game. We then read the description aloud to the other player, bleep out any pertinent information that would give the game away or make it way too obvious. Then the other player gets to ask some follow-up questions that are yes or no to see if they can guess the game. That's the back of the back. I do it every time. I don't know. The why. back of the back. That's challenge. the back of the box challenge, and that's what we're going to do right now. You got right. your thing. Go. I'll go Did first. Did you figure it out? Which I'm going to do the easier one, and if you happen to get it, don't very say Marianne. quickly. I'll I'll switch it. But I can't snap with my left hand. Oh, that was all right. All right. Blank's crusade to rule the world Indiana Jones ends abruptly at the hands of Blank. So what's a Blank to do? Create a diversion and break out of prison. Blank has his hands full as... (laughs) Has his hands full as four gigantic Blanks 
exit blanks lab to ravage the city. But who's behind this new plot as blank sits behind bars? Blank knew his diabolical diabolical deeds would end in failure one day. So as his blank's attack by blank, the sinister blank breaks out of prison and fly, flees, flies, flies off in his blank. The you had to blink. You had to blank out the name of the ship. I, mean, I guess it's a spaceship. I guess I could just say spaceship. Flies off in his spaceship. The Blank is tricked? I don't even know what that means. With the help of blank, blank, and blank, can blank put the slippery blank back in prison where he belongs? The future of the world hangs on blank's every move. Go get him, blank. This is easy? Uh, Is it 16-bit? Yes. (laughs) Is it a console exclusive? Hmm. Yeah, I think so. Genesis? No. TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> yes. No. Wait, okay. No. Like, oh, my God. That would be the first It's time. Bonk. Bonk, Bonka, and Bonkma. <laughs> um, I don't know what the hell this game is. You're in space. Somebody got out. You think it's easy. Okay. Is it a uh, Konami game? Nope. Capcom? Yep. Oh. Wow. Mm. Mm. Is this a licensed game? How the turns have tabled. What did Michael Scott say? How the turntables turn. Uh, no. Not licensed. Okay. Is this part of a series? Yes. Do you play as a human? No. Do you play as a human robot? Yes. Okay. Is this part of the X series? No. Is this the seventh in the series? <laughs> yes. I didn't. This didn't See, sound like Mega Man at all, though. No, I mean, it's... Dr. Wily's crusade to rule the world ends abruptly at the hands of Mega Man, so what's a villain to do? Create a diversion and break out of prison. Mega Man has his hands full of four gigantic machines, exit Dr. Wily's lab to ravage the city. There's only four robot masters? No. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Wily knew his diabolical deeds would end in failure. Oh, he flies off in his spaceship. The titanium titan is tricked. I don't even know what that means. Like, tricked out? Like, that's the name of his spaceship, the Titanium Titan? He's not saying, is Mega Man the Titanium Titan? I have no idea. The and Titanium Titan is tricked. With the help of Rush, Roll, and Dr. Light, can Mega Man put the slippery Dr. Wily back in prison where he belongs? Blah, blah, blah. Go get him, Mega Man. Hmm. All right. You got it pretty easy, but you didn't get it right off the bat, so I'll, I'm not going to do my I'll, I'll, I'll save my other one for next week. I'm going to save my other one but for next week. But you're not going to like it. It's hard. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. Well, good. I'm good. then I'm gonna save mine for next week too. Okay, but you'll you'll get it just because. All right, ready? Yes. When blank becomes soul chilling nightmare, you're the key as you fight for blank's sanity. Thought. I'll I'll read it as it stands. I don't think it makes sense though. Thought artificial life, comma. Superfluid views, comma. It's just that first three words. Thought, artificial life. It must mean through. It must mean through. I'm going to change it to through. Through artificial life, and the A is capitalized. I don't know why. <laughs> Superfluid views, real-time blank. Free character movement and supersonic speed were impossible. Wait a minute. Oh, it's a question. Let me try this again. Oh. Thought is correct. Okay. 
Thought artificial life. I still don't know why the A is capitalized. Superfluid views, real time blank, free three free character movement, and supersonic speed were impossible. Get real. Anything's possible in a blank. In a blank. In a blank. Was a sixteen bit game? No. Newer. Yes. Thirty two bit. Yes. Saturn. Yes. Is it a Sonic game? No. No. You're talking about like super human or super fast speed or something. Right. It sounded like Sonic. Okay, but it's Saturn. I looked into that one. There, you know what's weird? There were no... There were no traditional Sonic. Like Sonic Adventure Sonic was Dreamcast. Spinball. I think Sonic... Or not Sonic No, Sonic, Sonic 3D, 3D, 3D is yeah. Black. yeah, that's... But that came out in Genesis and Game Gear. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, bastardized versions, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thought... Is it Nights into Dreams or something? <laughs> I don't know anything about that game. I just know that it's like a that and Panzer Dragoon are like Sega Saturn, but I don't know anything about that game. When dreams become soul chilling nightmare, you're the key as you fight for Nitopia's sanity. <laughs> Thought artificial life, superfluid views, real time 3D, free character movement, and supersonic speed were impossible. Get real, anything's possible in a dream. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's a game that, for us being Saturn I don't even know kids, what kind of game. Is it just like a platformer, more or less? It's a platformer where you fly. It's a 3D platformer where there's not really platforming. You fly. And that was the first game that came with the analog stick for Saturn, that weird, that huge controller that had the analog stick. We never had it because I think... Oh, yeah, the... Oh, God, yeah, Saturn didn't have analog right. yet. I mean, nothing, yeah, that was prior to... I mean, the the first DualShock controller didn't have it either. Right. They yeah. got them when Metal Gear Solid 8. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 8? When Metal Gear Solid came out in 98. <laughs> that's what I meant to say. You know who made, you know what part of Sega made this game? Sonic Team. I didn't know that until I was looking at the back of the box. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Jinx. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 85 of the Two-Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you didn't know, now you know that we are part of the Nerd901 family. Go to nerd901.com for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the globe. Also, while you're there, check out Pixels and Papers. Check out Ernie and Derek and see what they're doing along with... Whoa, you okay over there? I'm good. Everything else going on at Nerd901. Lots of good things over there. Of course, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at RealSeanWhite. Together, we are at two-player underscore co-op. Again, you're probably watching this at YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. If you're not, you should go there, and you should hit the subscribe button if you liked it. And if also, if you like it, you should hit that like button. Share the video with your friends. We're trying to grow from here on. We're over 430 subs now. That's huge to us. Thank you guys so much. It's amazing. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for subbing. If you like audio, and I know Sean does, you can download us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other audio services all around the globe. We also have a Facebook page that we never update, facebook.com slash player co-op gaming, but you can go there and you can see everything that the guys at Nerd901 tag us in because they actually do their job when it comes to Facebook. We and our job do not. That has been episode 85. Thank you all so much for being here. My nose is itching. It's all that cocaine. A cocaine. Cocaina. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Until episode 86, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing. <laughs>